Listener Production. Chipmaker and Megacap stocks power gains on the NASDAQ and S&P 500. And the Aussie share market expected to lift from five-week lows. I'm Ryan. I'm Craig. It's Friday, January the 19th, 2024. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig, happy Friday. TGIF. And we've got a sea of green on the markets today, which is great news. Yeah, it's encouraging, isn't it? Uh, in Europe, the, the gains of 0.6% across the broader market. German market was up 8 tenths to 1%. UK market up 2 tenths to 1%. Uh, technology really you know, sort of driving the force in terms of the um, US markets. Uh, NASDAQ up around about 8 tenths to 1%. Broader standard poise 500 up by 4 tenths to 1%. And the Dow modestly in positive territory. Yes, the Dow's currently up by 38 points or 0.1% with a couple of hours left of trade. As you mentioned, the NASDAQ is the key driver, up by 128 points as we speak or 0.9%. So strong gains in the tech space. We've seen mixed outcomes in the US Treasury market. The longer dated 10-year US Treasury yield is up by four basis points to 4.14%, but the two-year Treasury yield is down just one basis point to 4.35%. So that muted movement in the bond market is probably supporting tech shares. But last night, it was all about the announcement from Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing. Yes, uh, posted uh, earnings and revenue, they beat uh, fourth quarter expectations and that providing a boost right the way through the semiconductor area and Taiwan Semiconductor up in the order of 1.2%. Yes, it was up by 8% during the trading session. And what we also saw as well is companies like Advanced Micro Devices surge 2% to notch a record high. NVIDIA, Microchip Technology and Marvel Technology rose between 3% and 5%. And the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index rose about 3%, inching closer to a record high that it hit in December 2023. And also propelling tech shares higher overnight was Apple. It climbed around 3% after analysts at Bank of America upgraded the stock to buy from neutral, marking the iPhone maker's first rating upgrade this year. Yeah, there's a number of companies that reached all-time high over the session. AMD uh, was higher, Domino's, Western Digital, Marriott International, uh, so certainly positive there. Bit of a rebound from Boeing shares up in the order of 3.9%, but uh, Tesla, one of the negatives in terms of um, the market overnight, down by 2.7%. Yes, we saw Boeing shares lift after it won an order for 150 MAX jets from India's newest airline in a rare spot of good news for the US plane makers since a piece of fuselage blew off an Alaskan Airlines flight almost two weeks ago. We also saw the S&P 500 index in terms of the information technology sector. We saw that lift to a record high as well. So we saw those sectoral shares jumped 2%. So strong outcomes there. Conversely, though, healthcare stocks were under pressure. The healthcare index was down 0.8% to an over two-week low, dragged down by an 11% drop in Humana Mm. as a health insurer forecast fourth quarter medical costs to be higher than previously expected. And we saw PE United Health Group drop 3% and that weighed on the Dow Jones index. And that's why the Dow Jones has underperformed relative to the other major indexes. There was a bit of economic data. Jobless claims in the the states fell to a 16-month low, 187,000. That was down 16,000 on the week. Um, Certainly sort of positive there, but um, housing starts down by 4.3%. They had lifted the previous month by 10.8%, and the Philadelphia Fed index improved as well, modestly in the latest month. 
Yes, the initial applications for US unemployment benefits unexpectedly dropped last week to the lowest level since October 2022. And what we did see on the back of that really is a repricing, again, of expectations around the US Federal Reserve. And it strengthened the argument of central bank officials in recent days that changes towards lower interest rates will not be rushed because the labor market remains resilient, wage growth still remains solid. And of course, we're expecting to see a positive jobs number in January on the back of this. We also heard from Fed speakers, Atlanta President Raphael Bostic came out and he urged policymakers to proceed cautiously towards rate cuts as well. And that had an impact on the treasury market as well. Turning our attention to Europe, we saw a rebound there, as Craig mentioned earlier. The FTSE Euro First 300 index was up 0.5%. The UK FTSE 100 index lifted 0.2%. And the German DAX index was up as well by 0.8%. We saw travel and leisure stocks, the strongest performers, Craig, up by 5.2%. Yeah, there's um, a number of standouts in terms of the market moves as well. Watchers of Switzerland, they cut guidance and its share price plummeted by 31.4%. Apparently, jewellery wasn't on the shopping list uh, this Christmas. Uh, Richmond shares, though, yesterday had record quarterly sales and Chinese volumes were higher and share price up in the order of 10.2%. Flutter Entertainment flagged higher revenues. It's uh, That's ahead of its January 29 listing on the New York Stock Exchange. Flutter Entertainment up 15.3%. We also saw shares of Richemont climb 10.4% after the Cartier jeweler owner's third quarter sales exceeded forecasts after a revenue jump in China. We saw luxury goods makers such as LVMH and Caring at between 2.5% and 2.2%, and that boosted the personal and household goods index by 1.3%. European policymakers also released their latest December board minutes, and in that meeting, they appeared confident that inflation was heading back to target, but saw risks that warranted steady policy and higher borrowing costs. Now, Craig, what happened in the commodity space overnight? Uh, oil prices higher. There's a number of factors there. The International Energy Agency has forecast stronger demand. Uh, the Energy Information Administration in the United States, 2.5 million barrels per day uh, should draw in terms of stock levels in the latest week, and 40% of North Dakota's production, oil production, has been shut in because of cold weather. So Brent price up by 1.4%, NYMEX up by the order of 2%, gold price higher by around about $12 an ounce or six-tenths of 1%. Uh, certainly a little bit more positivity going in there in terms of um, uh, higher prices in commodity land. Yes, and f- as far as the oil market's concerned, we did see US crude stockpiles drop by 2.5 million barrels last week and now are at the lowest level since October. So on the back of that, we did see the US NYMEX price up as we speak by 2% to 74.08 US dollars a barrel. And the iron ore price you mentioned up as well. And that was also on the back of hopes for Chinese stimulus. So we did hear from the Chinese government overnight and they said that China will place greater emphasis on expanding effective demand, developing and strengthening the real economy. And on the back of that, we did see hopes of that further stimulus boost still making ingredient prices. Now, in terms of our market today, Craig, nothing as far as major economic data is concerned. We've got Whitehaven Coal providing a quarterly production update. And Whitehaven's shares have been up 15% since mid-November. And city analysts think the share price could potentially run further. They've got a $9.40 target on the stock, 
and they still see a value case for Whitehaven Coal Share. So from a valuation perspective, they see some upside there. The stock's getting some support from improved prices for coal used in steel and power generation at the moment. So look out for that quarterly update. Kelly Partners trades ex-dividend. And as far as the US tonight, uh, quite a night ahead, we've got consumer confidence data along with existing home Mm. sales. We have a bunch of companies reporting earnings, but mostly they are uh, regional US banks. The Aussie dollar, Craig? Pretty stable, 65 and a half US cents or thereabouts. Yes, it has eased again. We've seen the US dollar actually continuing to lift. The US dollar is up for a fifth straight session on the back of that firming labour market data in the United States, and it's on track for its longest streak since August. So that's pressuring the Aussie dollar, which sees from 65.74 cents to 65.43 cents. Currently, as Craig mentioned, 65.65 cents. That's it from us. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.